Tyler, I want to start with one that's uh, definitely a little lighter. Yeah. Kind of funny. <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to be proactive uh, for this potential self-quarantine. So a couple mm-hmm. days ago, I went to Target, um, got a bunch of non-perishable canned goods, some frozen food. Um, you know, stacked up on meals in case I have to work out of the apartment for, you know, a week, two weeks, and I don't want to go out and eat. Reasonable. So, um, you know, yeah, I was getting myself ready. I was like, hey, you know what? Might as well grab some toilet paper as well while I'm at it. Why not? Went to the toilet paper aisle and 100% gone. There was not a single roll. It was like... it. it you know, it's funny seeing Walmart shelves, or actually, I was at Target. It was funny seeing Target shelves like completely empty, yeah, warehouse style. But there was not a single roll to be seen, not a single ply of toilet paper, mm-hmm. not even a little leaflet laying around, left behind, discarded. So, toilet paper is being um, ravaged here in the United States. I think folks realize, hey, if I'm going to be holed up in my apartment for. Uh, Weeks at a time, I need to be able to wipe my booty. <laughs> the paper it is, right? <laughs> um, there was a great U.S. Today article that I saw on this subject that basically said, look, at this point, people are are triple buying toilet paper. Very unnecessary, but it's basically making it that a lot of these department stores have a lack of toilet paper for you know people to buy. So what could an alternative be? Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying it might be a great chance to push bidets on the entire U.S. population. Um, so I thought this was hilarious. Uh, a bidet, if you don't know, uh, is spelled bidet, B-I-D-E-T. Yes. It's a, it's a, a basically a bathroom accessory, and it is a cleansing burst of water, um, enough force to clean but gentle enough to not hurt or be uncomfortable that's you know aimed up at the butt and basically replaces toilet paper and wipes your booty with a burst water instead um might sound like what but this is something that is extremely common in asian and southern european countries mm-hmm. um and here in the u.s is finally making its way out of some of that upper class bouginess that it might be reminiscent of mo- mostly because um, it's become more accessible price-wise yeah. and um, because the culture of it is becoming demystified. Uh, so just initial thoughts on that, Tyler. <laughs> well, y- you are totally right to point out that this is something that um, exists in other places of the world that has just never really made its way to mainstream America. But I had some friends that went and traveled around Japan and Thailand and, and places like that over the summer, and they came back and immediately bought one. They were like, after experiencing this, can't go back, can't not have it now, right? And so it's interesting that this is something that exists in other parts of the world. And sometimes desperate times call for you to uh, make a switch in lifestyle or in like product choices and that sort of thing. So this seems to make a lot of sense, right? Um, it, it, it almost makes too much sense. And so uh, as I think about it and think about how it exists and works in other places in the world, yeah, let's do it. Why not? And, uh, you know, I might also buy some stock in one of those companies while I'm at it. Honestly, though, right? Yeah, let's start investing in a, in some bidet companies and some butt water launchers <laughs> is what I'm going to call it. Um, so, you know, th- there's actually some interesting B2B trends to unpack here. It's not just like, ooh, fun, you know, cleaning my butt with water. Um 
So let me break those down real quick, and then we'll talk on those. So uh, there was a an NKAB 2019 study that showed that a bidet-enabled toilet was actually one of the most important features to include in new and remodeled bathrooms. And that was according to a study they did with interior designers. So, you know, these professionals in the field were seeing this is an incredibly popular amenity. People want it. And it's now becoming one of the most common and important features to add in remodels. And to add to that, there was a 2018, uh, eh, 2018, excuse me, a Home Advisor True Cost report that basically showed uh, that there's a trend that bathroom remodels are more desired and more popular than kitchen remodels, which is a trend that has been overtaken, and that has not been the case for a very long time. Kitchen remodels are typically the most popular sure. interior redesign. Well, and you but wonder now, if you, you bathrooms. So, you, sorry uh, to cut in, but you you almost no, wonder if the rise in delivery and things like that um, have made food more accessible in a way that doesn't require the kitchen quite as often. So, its position in terms of importance has been lessened, whereas everybody spends time in the bathroom at some point during the day, you know, shower, using the restroom, uh, you know, just general getting ready like we were talking about earlier, that everybody has to do that at some point, right? But if you're using your kitchen less, then it's going to drop in importance. And so you kind of look at, at remodel trends, and it seems to almost play that out to a certain extent. Totally. I'm not going to lie. When you started going in that train of direction, I thought you were going to say, uh, yeah, you know, people, <laughs> d delivery has made food more accessible, so people are going to the bathroom more. <laughs> but I'm, I, I don't know if there's any studies to back that up, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But yes, I, I agree with your point. Um, you know, I, I think this speaks to how something like coronavirus can, you know, push some cultural trends more into the mainstream. Uh, we've been talking about this in other programs um, with regards to education technology and online learning, which are having to scramble to uh, you know, launch in a robust and holistic way uh, to continue classes. That is probably going to be now a sustained aspect of you know, some of these smaller colleges that maybe before didn't have online learning uh, because of coronavirus. So this might be another one of those trends for, you know, the bidet manufacturers, for interior designers now. Uh, because people are freaking out and they need toilet paper, they might go to Sam's Club or Lowe's and buy, mm -hmm. you know, a self-installable bidet. And then, you know, down the line realize, well, I like this. I want an actual installation of this. So I wonder what the trends will look like a few months out from this if, this is going to be something that sticks now uh, in a, a more tangible way than it had before. And there's also an argument on the green side of all of this, which I think is equally as important. Um, this is an old stat now, but from 2010, uh, toilet paper racked up about 27,000 trees a day based on usage. So imagine everyone using the bathroom uh, worldwide cuts about 27,000 trees a day, you know, just, just wiping your booty. Um, that is a lot of trees. Uh, yeah. Toilet paper year after year has actually been getting less sustainable as some of the major producers have been shying away from recycled paper. So um, Kimberly Clark, which is one of the biggest toilet paper producers worldwide, used 23.5% uh, recycled wool wood 
excuse me, for its toilet paper. That is actually down from 30% recycled wood pulp in toilet paper in 2011. Um, and the, the initial number, sorry, was 2017. So, you know, basically over the course of six years, they're actually using less recycled wood pulp. And uh, a 2019 ethical consumer report shows that chemicals used in the production of recycled toilet paper are way less toxic um, than the bleach that's needed for virgin pulp. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, there are several arguments here for why transitioning to a bidet as a consumer is a good idea. But I wonder if there will be an industry-wide push where you see the standard start to shift away from toilet paper mm-hmm. and head to bidets because of one pandemic. I mean, I, I, I wonder if that impact is going to be that stark. I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see, right? I guess we will have to see, but it, sustainability has been shown to be a driver in consumer behavior as you know, as our generation gets older and yeah. has ch- tended to be a little bit more environmentally conscious in terms of our product choices. I think it's just simply been that bidets haven't been seen as a viable alternative here in the United States. But as you look at their more accessible price points and that sort of thing, I think that it wouldn't surprise me at all for people to kind of have that understanding of, oh, more sustainability um, works great and is used in other places around the world. If people don't see that and hear that and think, yeah, this is something that is viable moving forward for me and a, a good choice when it comes to the environment. So I, I see those factors kind of combining to, to create a product that I would anticipate would grow in popularity. Definitely. And I think there could be pushes uh, at a structural level on, uh, you know, why bidets are just more, um, you know, more green friendly as a whole. Like, I wonder if the industry will incentivize using bidets over toilet paper, if there might be some lobbying for this mm. at a structural uh, like, you know, just like, like a big initiative for it. Um, because the wastewater used from bidet usage, um, outweighs the, the amount of water that it takes to actually grow trees and produce the toilet paper in the first place. So even people that might say, oh, well, we're using more water now. It's like, yeah, well, we're using way more to grow trees and then destroy them and then bleach them and then produce the toilet paper. So, Random thought to close out this topic, because I know we've been talking about wiping your butt for about (laughs) 10 minutes now. Did you know that only 30% of the world's population uses toilet paper? You know, uh, that's probably lower than I would have guessed. Right. And and it's not just like, oh, well, yes, there are impoverished people that might not have access to toilet paper. That also includes a giant chunk of the population of the, uh, the world that just uses something else to wipe butt not toilet paper so that's really interesting maybe we're in the minority here maybe it's time to switch to bidets well you know there are places in europe and i'll i'll let us move on with this but there are places in europe where pipes and things like that are not uh the the age of them and the kind of infrastructure that sets up like sewage systems and piping and that kind of thing can't accommodate toilet paper and so um, in in contexts like that, you, you also wonder if there's an infrastructure argument to be made here uh, in the United States as some of the piping and that sort of thing gets older and whatnot, if this is not also just a an answer to some of those questions as well. 100%, my friend. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. 
Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. Oh, 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 oh